welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting edition of Belly the Beast. I'm Brandon Lou, Brandon Lou. And I'm the mighty Oisha. And we are staying in while ordering out, eating all the culinary scene of New York City, but having it delivered to us. I, I like that, eating, staying in while ordering out. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to switch it up and see what sticks. This might be the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's, it's been a fun two weeks. Um, last episode, we talked about finally getting some of our favorite meals in from one of our favorite restaurants. And it's good to be able to order in again. It's it's been nice. Not to say that I have not enjoyed cooking and experimenting, but it's been good to be able to have some things that I can't make myself and just have it brought to me and, and delivered. That's very true. Like uh, I'm sure I'm not alone when I say I'm getting tired of cooking. <laughs> and I haven't even been doing most of the cooking. Like, ugh. You, you've been putting in work when I get tired, and then when you get tired, I'm right there to back you up. Yeah. So, so that, that's the cool thing about being this, this awesome team, not just on the microphone, but in the kitchen as well. Yes. It, it, yes. It's going good. And, and we absolutely did order from Jade's Lounge again, but that's not what we're, uh, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not reviewing that. We're just mentioning that we haven't had enough of the Mongolian beef. Yo, yeah, <laughs> Love that Mongolian beef. We also ordered from Martha's again pretty recently. Have not had enough of the creme brulee. Um, I think this time it was a lemon coconut cake for me. And I also got um, a banana Nutella creme brulee, but I haven't eaten it yet, so I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you guys how it tastes because I don't know. The, the only thing I'm upset by is I feel like we're in... The boondocks, like we're just so distant from all of civilization, and it feels like our, what well, what our 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 options are limited. And you know, it's funny because when I first told you that about living here in Queens, you were just like, "No, there's stuff to eat out here. No, you're exaggerating. It's fine. You know, you don't live in the middle of nowhere. It's cool." And now that he lives here with me, he acknowledges that we live in the boondocks together. This is true. We've never really made this formal announcement. We live together now. Big steps. Oh my God, we live together now. (laughs) It's been an eventful two weeks. Yes. How how can I think not to have brought that up? This was not on the outline. It was just like, oh yeah, we do live together. We do. And it came up organically. Look at us. (laughs) And um, I forgot to bring this up to you when we brainstormed the outline, but um, as of this podcast, Belly of the Beast is officially a year old. Yeah, this is true. Congratulations to us. Yes. Our podcast baby is one. I'm so excited. I, I, I... I don't want to say I can't believe it. I knew it could be done, but the actualization of making it happy happen was a great feeling. Yeah, it really was. Both as performers and as a couple, it's it's very cool to be able to have done this project. We've done individual projects plenty of times. This is this is our project that we're doing together, and it's so dope. It's wonderful to have wanted to do something and have it and have committed to it for a full year. Like, 
It's a great. We lost some momentum when COVID nineteen started. Cry. This is true, and and that makes me sad. That it we does. Couldn't consistently give you two episodes every month. But we're doing our best. We're trying. We have insured our technology, so if it does uh, donk up, we can replace it rapidly. <laughs> As opposed to having to ante up our funds for two months before we get back to you. So congrats to us. Yeah, congrats to us. Also, I just want to say that though that momentum has slowed, I'm noticing that as we continue, you guys are coming back to us. Yes. The momentum is right back on. We're sorry to have let you down. Yeah, oh my goodness. Like, we, we had you guys for that Valentine's episode, and the next thing you know... Poof, we were gone. Y'all loved our Valentine's Beast <laughs> episode. Y'all loved it. You were there. Ugh, um, we're sorry. So it's been fun, and it looked like you decided to reward yourself. Who? You. You. Uh, I, I don't know. If, I'm not saying that this was necessarily the occasion, but you got yourself something recently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So coy. So um, I am part of a Facebook group. And it is called, like, The Legend of Zelda Facebook group because, like, I I really love The Legend of Zelda. And so in this group, this one of our group members, like, posted that she had made, like, a recipe book based on the recipes in Breath of the Wild. And everybody was just like, oh, that's so dope, blah, blah, blah. I didn't say nothing. I didn't even like the post. I just went to Shorty's Etsy shop and bought it right then. I was like, say less. Give me that book. I want it right now. Oh, you're signing it? Give it to me today. And so, <laughs> and so I went to her Etsy shop. It's called Amy Woodworks, spelled A-I-M-E-E, Woodworks. And, um... I bought the unofficial Legend of Zelda cookbook. I bought the um, mastered cooking edition. It, she has a catchy phrase for it. I don't, I don't remember it, but I bought it. Shout and, out to Woodworks. Yes, and so I'm really excited, and it came with this cute little letter. Oh, and it says, Dear Adventurer, quest complete. Congratulations. The bearer of this certificate is a first print run supporter of the unofficial Legend of Zelda cookbook. It's dangerous to cook alone. Take this. Enclosed is your quest reward, a Royal Master Edition cookbook. My name is Amy, and while I began this cooking adventure alone, I'm so glad to have met adventurers like you along the way. Zelda and cooking fans from all over the world joined this campaign to independently publish this cookbook. They made it all possible, unlocked bonuses beyond my wildest dreams, and then waited so patiently and encouraged me so kindly while I put it all together. I hope this result will make you both proud and motivated to get cooking thank you for joining us there's just one last quest make good food and share it with good people and make the world a little merrier thank you yours amy and she signed it and there's like this cute little like wax seal on it and like the book is perfect and i love it and i want to make everything in it and it's going to be amazing it's super cool i don't know anything about amy never met her I've never even tried any of her cooking. I'm just hearing her name for the first time today. But when I see this book and I see the level of work that went into the book, like it looks like the Bible. Like, like it's, it's just, very beautiful. It's a hardcover with gold print pages and it, it's, uh, 
it's really just a Marvel look at having the letter enclosed with the wax seal. You can see that a lot of effort was made to have this appear as official as an unofficial book can look. Yes, it looks so good. And so I have like confidence in the food because of how well the book itself looks. I feel like that's a part of the marketing of it. Yeah, it's certainly very beautiful. I love gold leaf books, so they definitely had me at hello with this book. And like I took a picture of it before I opened it and while I was opening it because like it came and it was wrapped in this like in this really pretty sort of brown paper and it was like tied with some twine and it had like a cute little stamp on it and it was it was really beautiful. And so um yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Is there anything uh, that you look forward to making? Well, it's so great that you ask. <laughs> Gets the book. Um, so I am interested in, um, and it's like a basic recipe, but I still want to try it. Um, it's from the Yiga Clan menu, and it says. Um, Start with hors d'oeuvre banana coin fritters, cleanse with a chilled creamy heart soup, and follow with banana leaf steamed meat, vegetables, and mushrooms, and finish with roasted mighty banana sundaes, and sip your Yiga Pursuit, all while cursing Link's name. I thought that this was really, like, on the nose, first of all, because, like, if you've been playing Breath of the Wild, like, the Yiga are obsessed with bananas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely comical, actually. Like, if you drop some bananas... They will abandon their patrol routes to just follow the bananas, and it's ridiculous. They're like lemmings. Just they like dance their way over. Like, yes, in a great joy when they're like, oh, I'm with bananas. I wonder if they're like potassium deficient because they're in the desert. But like, and whenever you defeat a Yiga, they drop bananas, and yeah. it's just like it's something that I wondered about playing. Yo, what is it with them and the bananas? So, um. I'm specifically interested in the roasted mighty bananas, and I will read you the recipe. I haven't gotten the chance to try it yet. It says, ahem, you haven't lived until you've tried a campfire banana boat or banana split. This messy but delicious treat happens when a s'more meets a banana. Um, The ingredients are four bananas with the peels on, any and all of the following to taste. Chocolate chips, mini marshmallows, chopped nuts, shredded coconut, small or sliced berries, crushed graham crackers or cookies, aluminum foil, leather gloves, spoons, and napkins. It serves four. It takes up to 20 minutes. It's vegan and gluten-free. Um, the directions are to prepare your cooking fire. Um, lay a banana in the center of a large sheet of aluminum foil. Cut a lengthwise slit into the banana from top to bottom, taking care not to go all the way through. Gently open it into a pocket. Add any of the ingredients above you desire into and on top of the banana. It is natural for it to overflow a bit. Wrap the aluminum foil over the top of the banana and twist it closed into a spike. You can use this spike as a handle. Repeat for all of the bananas. Carefully nestle your bananas into the coals of the fire and be sure to leave space between each banana. If you cook them all in a cluster, the center ones won't cook properly. Cook for 8 to 10 minutes. Remove carefully, twist open the tops, make sure to let cool a little, especially before serving to little children. Eat with spoons and enjoy. I think the recipe sounds both simple and tasty. I like bananas. Um, yeah, willing to eat this while cursing the hero of time's name.
I'm also excited because I like the Giga Clan. I've got a chance to glance at the book. I do like that before they kind of jump into very specific menus, they seem to have, or, or should I say recipes, I'm sorry. Before they jump into specific recipes, they do have a prefix menu for a number of different categories. So there might be a prefix menu for the Yiga clan, as we already mentioned. There's a prefix menu for like monster parts. There's a prefix menu for uh, people living in the Sheikah village. It, they, there's, I, I just thought that was really cool, the level, level of detail. It's not just themed food, like the whole, the whole outline of like how to present it is themed. And there was a brief, I feel like they did this just as a, I say they as if she doesn't have a name. Amy included cocktail recipes as well. Mm. And if you look towards the end of the book, there does seem to be a hint that a completely separate cocktail book may be in the process. And during this time where we've been asked to stay in, you know, a little bit of drinking goes a long way to help me get through this crazy, crazy situation we're all in. Yes, I'm excited about the book. I'm excited about a potential cocktail follow-up. Um, yeah. So, with that said, I think we should jump into... Are we going to move right along? Yeah. All right, moving right along. It's been... It's been a weird time um, for everyone, as has been stated already. And politics is so weird. And it feels like almost any topic can become political. Right. The one thing I thought that was safe was my kitchen. Yo, you don't think that food and politics go together, but it's (laughs) like they do. Certain unnamed people colonized the entire world for spices and then didn't use them. It's food and politics, people. It's just so... I really thought my kitchen was safe. I didn't think that I would be uh, participating in a political boycott by... (laughs) Just by the choices I made in the kitchen. However... The CEO of Goya, had, he uses his money. He donates to the Trump campaign. Uh, and that sit with me weird, that sit with the mighty one very weird, because we know that making a statement with your money is sometimes the biggest statement you can make, you know, I can speak into this microphone and I don't know how it'll affect anyone other than the people that listen to it. I don't know if people in power will be affected by my podcast, you know, but I do know that we can hit them where it hurts financially and we are not Trump supporters and we're not shy about saying that. No. And it's like, Like, I don't know what it is exactly that he said. Like, I've forgotten, but I think he said something like... Well, he believes Trump's a great president. He he feels that we are blessed. Oh, yes. He he said we were blessed to have Trump. And it's just like, as we're up to 
139 million people dead due to COVID-19. I just, I can't, Goya. I can't do it. Like, I've been black my whole life. I don't even cook with a lot of Goya products. Like, I really just started buying a lot more Goya because now I'm dating a Puerto Rican. And, like, he be using that Goya. And it's just like, mm, we can definitely go back to not using Goya products. Like, goodbye, Goya. Not necessary. You think we're blessed? I'm stressed about it, so I don't want to buy your products anymore. That's it. And now for me, like, that was an easy choice for you. For me, it was, uh, wow, this is something that I've just always grew up with. And I didn't think the thing that I always grew up with was going to be a, you know, up for political debate. You know, that's so that's so weird. Like my kitchen is is now I, I feel like under attack. But I agree with those who've chosen to not go uh, with Goya. And I, I believe the hashtag is Goya way on Twitter. Yeah. People are also Goya saying away. people are also saying boycott Goya. Boycott Goya. Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 funny because actually no, it's really not that funny for me. It's fucking not. And and because we had a Goya loyalist here. Well, see, and and that's the thing. Well, I'm I'm gonna get to that in a second. But I it did make me feel good that there is this. Spanish product that is very popular in the United States. And Latin Americans are part of this country. We've been here a long time. It's, it's, and I feel like uh, 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 we, as Latinos, it's not like that there's, there's, I don't feel like there's a lot of mainstream attention. Yeah, we have some actors, we have some actresses, we have musicians, but when it comes to businesses, you know, that's the, you don't you don't really think of Latin America being a big part of the United States. So, I was very pro Goya. Yeah. However, Goya is not the only product that I grew up with in my house, and that's something I had to remember. And it's very strange that this has become political because you know what? If this is, you see a lot of the conservative audience argue against socialism and being very pro-capitalism. If I make the conscious choice to no longer buy Goya products, why is that a problem? We're in a capitalist country. There's other products to buy. And because I support my fellow Latinos, there are other Latin products you can buy. Mm-hmm. I didn't just have Goya in my cupboard. We had spices from La Flor in our cupboard. And so you can get your adobo there. There's also Badia. There's also... Hold on, hold on, what's the one that you had mentioned? Uh, uh, your salt? Ah, oh, man. Lowry's. Lowry's. That's it. You know, there's so many places you can get your spice from. There's so many places you can get sasson from. There's so many places you can get adobo from. Goya doesn't own the rights to these things. Don't count out McCormick. 
don't count out McCormick. Don't count out McCormick. There, 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 there's other options. I'm going to support all of the other businesses because I don't have to, I, I don't feel like we have to have this Goya monopoly. Mm-hmm. You know, why, 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 why does Goya need my money? They don't need my money. And the rest of the businesses were smart enough to shut their mouths, so. I'm not telling you what you should do in your kitchen. You do whatever you feel you got to do. However, you can make your own adobo. You can make your own sazon. You can make your own sofrito. Thank you. You don't have to do the Goya thing. You really don't have to. Don't feel pressured to there's other options. And if you do do it, I still love you. But think about where you're putting your money. Right. I know where we put our money in the last two weeks. We did do a little Latin American. We went to Sangritas. Yes. We, well, we didn't go. Or should go. I say we didn't go. They came to us. That's right. This comes out of Bayside, Queens. We used Postmates to get it because it seemed like no one else was delivering it. Yes. <laughs> we Although wanted now to, I see it's on Seamless. We wanted to order from La Cabana, but they refused to give us food, so. Yeah, Postmates said La Cabana was too busy. So Which I, I can, think is some bullshit, actually. Like I don't know. You hear about these lines. It's like, oh, restaurants are open now, and people have been lining outside of the restaurants. La Cabana has some very good food. So I believe it. It's just a shame because we also want that food, but I'm not willing to go outside to get it. I'm not taking the train to Forest Hills. It's not safe. You're bugging. Everyone's bugging out. That's how you catch COVID-19. I don't get it. It it does appear to be on Seamless now. It damn sure wasn't when I was looking for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sangrita's Tapas and Wine uh, is located at 40-02 Bell Boulevard in Bayside, New York. And we were really feeling some Latin food. That's what that's what we wanted. Yeah. And we made it happen. Now, it wasn't from the restaurant we wanted, so let's talk about our experience. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not have my favorite experience. Neither did I. Uh. I'm going to talk about... First, let me, let me say what was ordered. It was not a lot of not, not a lot was ordered. And then we're going to go into the issues with what was ordered what was ordered originally was the pork medallion with a I think it was a more pork filling there was seafood croquettes grilled churrasco and ham croquette I'm gonna start with the pork medallion filling it was advertised as being roasted pork stuffed with chorizo manchego cheese and a side of ripe plantains (sighs) Um, plantain chips specifically that's what it was it was uh, ripe plantains topped with plantain chips I was excited for this so what was the problem they're not making it anymore yo it was was on the menu this is what I ordered and uh, I couldn't get it it was a lie gone instead I ended up with the garlic chicken which came with uh, mashed yuca and sautéed spinach. The sautéed spinach was really, really nice. The mashed yuca was a star for me. I really enjoyed it. 
The garlic chicken was tasty too. My issue, it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. It, and, and that broke my heart. And I feel like this is a regular thing that's happening now. Or, or, or I shouldn't say that. I'm exaggerating. We've only ordered from two places in the last month. But before it was the Moroccan, uh, not the Moroccan beef, I'm sorry, the Mongolian, Mongolian beef. beef. And you got mangoes. Ugh. And now here I am getting pork medallion and they ain't even got it. So I feel like I'm running through some bad luck right now when I order out. Yeah. That said, the yuca mash was really good. There's nothing wrong with the, the, the grilled chicken. Yo, that I yuca mean, mash was really good. I know. I, I saw you were definitely grabbing a, a, a spoonful. A part of the reason you were getting a spoonful, though, was that you were not thrilled with your croquettes. No. So... The seafood croquettes were um, a potato puree blended with shrimp, calamari, and crab meat breaded and then fried. And the ham croquettes were potato puree blended with serrano ham, breaded, and then fried. So I was um, particularly excited about both of these because, one, I really like ham, and I was, like, excited about the flavors blending together with the potato. And... Two, I, I wanted to try something a little new. And, like, the shrimp and crab meat together sounded really good. I don't actually like calamari, but I figured that it might, like, you know, blend with and enhance the flavors of the other seafoods that were in it. And, boy, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. First of all, both of these croquettes tasted exactly the same. Yeah. Like there was no difference between the two croquets. Secondly, and I am pretty sure that I hinted at this in the fact that they tasted the same. There was like the only thing I tasted was potato. Like I didn't taste any of the meats that were supposed to be inside the croquets at all. Like the ham croquets, the ham taste didn't stand out at all. The seafood croquet, the seafood taste didn't stand out at all. And I was extremely disappointed by that more than, well, number one. But number two, they were exceptionally dry. And it's just like you can have like a fried food dish without it being so dry. Like they're... And the sauce that came with it didn't help. They were exceptionally dry, bland croquets that did not taste distinguishable at all. There was no way to know which was which. Like, you would bite into them, and there was no difference between the two. It was extremely disappointing. I had about one apiece before I decided I didn't want them anymore. It was um, tough, because I believe they cost $7 each. It was... It was a waste. It was tough because I you, you pass them to me and we share food but you don't I just was be giving me that you mash. You don't you don't just give me your your food. Like if you're not eating your leftovers, then like to me that's like the measuring stick. If you're not eating the leftovers, it wasn't that good. You just gave that away. Yeah, I didn't want that at all. And so I had them just yesterday, honestly, and it 
it was really bland. Like, I see why you gave it up. I'm not a big, like, to me, it just reminded me of Hush Puppies without any of the flavor. Right. Like, like a, a bland fan. Hush Puppy. Like, not even a good Hush Puppy. Yeah. It, it, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big Hush Puppy guy to begin with, but if you make them well, you know, there there's there's stuff to enjoy about it. And this was not enjoyable. No. No. I hope your experience with the Churrasco was better. Um, the churrasco was better, but the churrasco, like, as a plate, I was a little disappointed with as well. Because right. the best part about it, like, the churrasco was, um, a skirt steak with chimichurri sauce on top, and it came with some maduros. Now, the, as a meal, like, I just felt like it was lacking some greenery, okay. like, or... It wasn't the prettiest thing. One, it wasn't the prettiest meal. Two, there were no accompanying vegetables. And there wasn't, like, a meaty starch. Like, I don't just want maduros as my starch for the meal. Like, I would like, like, maybe I've been raised around Caribbeans too much. But, like, when you order from a Jamaican spot, you get the curry, you get the rice and peas, you get, like, two maduros, and you get the steamed vegetables. And I found that I wanted something more inside that format with the Spanish food. Like, the meal was missing the rice and peas. Like, it was missing the rice and beans, like, so much. It, It just felt empty. And while the steak was delicious, I got sick of the maduros really quickly. I'm not a big Maduro's guy. Um, I'll eat them if they're served to me. I'm not disrespectful. But uh, <laughs> but what you just said rings true to me because Maduro's to me is more of a like an appetizer almost. Same thing with tostones. That's not... Like, it can be my starch. Like, nothing against it. But, like, if I'm going to a restaurant... That's not normally the side starch that I'm thinking of. That, that's an accompaniment. That's not something that uh, I expect to fill me up. Right, right. And it's just like, I feel like they weren't trying. Like, they gave you a really good steak, and then they just, instead of creating the rest of the meal, just dumped a bunch of maduros into the plate, and we're just like, we're done here. And I... Didn't appreciate it. Needed some rice and beans. I hear that. Rice and beans for the win. Definitely. So our experience, like, like I'm never happy to give negative reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's 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 tough for me to do. We had a conversation just yesterday about you know why I don't like doing like star ratings and things like that. I I, I feel weird. But I'm going to say what I like, and I'm going to say what I don't like. And we weren't thrilled with our experience. Not at all. And even though my food was reasonably okay, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't what I was looking forward to. I'm not going to pretend like the, the garlic uh, chicken was, you know, upwards like 30-something bucks or anything. I think I got my money's worth. It was, it was pretty low price, to be honest. But it... When I found something that I really did want to try out, they didn't have it. Right. And what I got was not particularly... I feel like I could have made that on my own. Pretty mediocre. Yeah. The the. And while I don't mind shouting out the Yuka Mash, I never like that the 
when the thing that you order, I didn't order yuca mash with the side of chicken. Mm-hmm. I ordered the chicken and the yuca mash was on the side. Yeah. So when that outshines... Your side dish shouldn't be the star. It really shouldn't. And so that, that, that hurt me. And um, I'm not sure if ne- this is necessarily a place that I'll be going into. He's so gentle it, with his it, it, criticisms. It, it does hurt. Because... Uh, so gentle. I definitely would not be ordering from them again like buying their food made me miss la cabana even more yeah i am was and remain extremely disappointed that we cannot get them on delivery like it it actively sucks that i can't manage to get any food from them because la cabana is where we wanted to order and after eating the food from this place i just wanted to order from la cabana even more and it's not like it's unavailable on postmates it just said it was too busy, and it makes me feel like, oh, so I just got to order during some time of the day when I'm probably not even hungry just to get... Yeah, you got to order as soon as they fucking open or some <laughs> next shit because they spend the day too busy. Like, they never have time for Postmates. It makes me wonder why the fuck they're on Postmates. Yeah, we checked multiple times. Multiple times we, really we tried to get... To be the yeah. 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 We really wanted La Cabana, and it really isn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe. Probably not, though. <sighs> I have the pleasure of introing the fact that my partner here has been making some definite culinary strides in the kitchen. And so last week, he made some barbecue ribs. And, like, as a person who has been black their entire lives, you really got to make the ribs nice to impress me. No, it's just like, you can't just make a gnarly rib. I'm going to judge you. But he did not make a gnarly rib. So walk us through the ribs, babe. They were, they were delicious. I've been wanting ribs for a long time, but it's, it's something that I've been intimidated to try out. It always seems like something that maybe because I don't get it often enough, it's something that I would maybe go to a restaurant for. I, I always think of it as like this, uh, this high-level food that I can't get my hands on. I really wanted to try it out. And man, it was pretty simple, actually. And I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was holding myself back. And I'm so glad that I took the job. He took the jump, Lord. <laughs> he was holding himself back, Lord. I definitely was. Uh, I found the recipe on ButterYourBiscuit.com. And I just love the name of the website itself. <laughs> ButterYourBiscuit. Um, it, it, it has my sentiments in mind because the dry rub that was used includes half a cup of brown sugar a tablespoon of garlic powder one tablespoon of onion powder a teaspoon of salt a tablespoon of chili powder two teaspoons of cumin two tablespoons of smoked paprika and one or two teaspoons of cayenne pepper depending on the level of heat you like I went with one just used one and, uh, ooh, I did not use two racks of ribs. I used one rack of ribs. Should have used two. And maybe so, but you know what? I like that all of the seasoning went on... Only one. Uh, on this one rack that I used. I have to agree. Like, I like I feel that it, it worked out in the best for us, that so much flavor went onto this one rack. So much flavor. 
I don't know. Someone might disagree. I'm. I, I was happy with uh, how it turned out. Uh, I would act, like if I was going to make two racks of ribs, I would probably just double end it. up. Yeah, I'd just end up doubling it because I was very happy with how this turned out. So that that's really the only room for innovation that I made. Like I was. <laughs> um, I will say that when I purchased the ribs, they were pre-chopped. I'm saying that because if you've never made ribs before and you want them to be soft, full off the bone type ribs, then one of the things that you will be asked to do is cut the membrane off of the ribs. I didn't have to do that, and I'm glad I didn't have to do that um, because it was pre-chopped. So if you're trying to do this recipe... Just know that you're going to have an extra step that I didn't have to do, and you're going to have to, if you've never done that before, you're going to have to Google have to cut off the membrane. It shouldn't be that difficult, but I wouldn't know because I ain't do it. So. <laughs> Real, relatable content. Yeah. So, uh, this was very simple. I made that dry rub. I put the dry rub onto the rib, and the oven was preheated to 275 degrees. And then I just left them there. For four hours. That was just about it. After the four hours are up, I pulled them out of the oven. I then put down a layer of barbecue sauce. A very liberal amount of barbecue sauce. Tell them what barbecue oh, sauce we used. We used Bullseye Barbecue. That is the name of the brand. Um, not sure if it's a particular type. Uh, I, I know a lot of different brands have different flavors. Uh, I just grabbed Bullseye Barbecue. And I dropped that over. It was a nice smoky hickory taste it was really nice i believe it was the kansas city one yes look at you with the memory it's it's all that fish we've been eating lately all that salmon in your head yeah so we got the kansas city barbecue from uh from from bullseye barbecue sauce and and then i popped it into the broiler for no more than three minutes that was it and it caramelized the barbecue sauce, pulled it out, and we enjoyed ourselves. And we got messy and got barbecue sauce on our face and fingers and everything. Or well, maybe I'm just a messier eater than you. I don't know. But I, I know it was definitely all over my face and my fingers. I was, I was just making all sorts of sounds that I'm not going to make on the microphone. Please don't. But, 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 oh, it was so good. Finger licking good. I, I was so proud of myself. Oh, yeah. I, I, you weren't the only one who was proud of yourself. It was falling off the bone. It melted in your mouth. You, you didn't need any utensils to eat it. Like, it just it flaked away. Yeah. And, and it's funny because we, 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 we gave one to Mama. Which didn't even want to give one to Mama. <laughs> well, we did. So good. We didn't want to share. That's how you know it's good. So we had this one, like, extra rib. This odd man out. And you could just peel it right off the bone. We split that in half. You know, you know, she got half a rib, I got half a rib, and that was easy. Not our mom. Our mom got a full rib. <laughs> she got a full rib. She did. Maybe next time she'll get two. Can't promise that. We ate that. One. We ate that. <laughs> we destroyed it. And honestly, that's about it. Um, I wasn't planning on talking about the ribs, but the way that everything ended, the restaurant felt like we needed to end this on a positive note and this was definitely a positive note i was super happy Alicia so was, was i happy. and also 
uh, I don't want to elaborate, but I, I beat my dad in this one. I, I, oh I, I, my I, I, goodness! <laughs> he's her, he's her dad. Uh, he he's the kind of person that you know he goes to work and he cooks and he cooks to eat. He's not you know he he's not always going to go and out of his way and season all this food and make it spectacular. Uh, and you know. I think that sucks because I love ribs and I think the ribs could be better. So uh, even though I did call for advice to see what he was thinking, I really went my own way on this. And I think I made better ribs than my dad. And I'm kind of proud about that. No, there's no thing about it. You absolutely made better ribs I absolutely ribs did, yo. I'm so sorry. You destroyed soft. those I'm ribs. So you killed it. Your dad can't make a rib. Only you can make ribs. You're the only Torres who can really make ribs. Now, you I'm, killed I'm, I'm, those I'm gonna make, ribs. They were delicious. I'm going to make my dad some ribs one day. You know, just show just him like, the way. you just going to show him up real quiet. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. You just make it and be like, oh, here, parent, I was thinking of you. I love you. Uh, eat it. No, I better. Taste my supremacy. No, but that yo, that's so weird though, because you know what that also probably means? I probably made better ribs than my grandmother too. So <laughs> taste the supremacy of the new world order. Yo, it, the it, rib order. It is is there a family? Is there like a family? Uh, I won't say hierarchy. That's a, but like a family dish that you try to surpass your your. Your family members on. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a metric? You mean you... every dish I've ever put my hand to. Uh, I, I try to surpass my parent in every single thing that I create. I, I did not know that. I did not know that this is a contest that you have. It, it's a very one-sided contest, Edge. <laughs> I, I know that I have gotten to the place where I can make better fried chicken than my mom. Okay. I also... My... Entire family don't know shit about making pie crusts. Uh-huh. I am that bitch. Okay, that's I just will your make corner of the, the world. pie crust from scratch. Right. It tastes oh, wow. like just love. It tastes like your love. Heart went into it. it tastes like that old timey love. Okay. Yes. I buy. I, I buy into this idea. I love it. I know you've tasted my pie crust. You yes, know. Yes. Yes. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it, it's about that time. About to bring it close to this. Wow. So would you say that our audience has survived the belly of the beast? I would, but I'm not ready to send them off to... I'm not ready to send them away. Not yet. Because I want them to like, share, subscribe to all of our channels. Rate. Give give us all fives and then... Do it. Yeah. (laughs) If If you like what you heard... Uh, uh, you know, pass it on to someone else. Tell who might, us who, who might hear. You know? Share it. Uh, comment wherever there are comments to give. You know, we have pages that you can hit us up at. You can hit us up at Bob's Beasts on uh, Facebook. You can hit. Uh, whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that right. I was really scared. I got it wrong. You can hit us. It's up. because I looked at him. Yeah, don't look oh at me. God. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> like we made eye contact and he was it's just like, oh, destabilized. Was, was, was that wrong? I wasn't wrong. No. Yeah, you can hit us up at Bob's Beast on Facebook or just, you know, look for it. We should be there. But yeah, at Bob's Beast on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Belly of Bob. You can hit me up directly at Lewis or Brandon on Instagram and Twitter. And you know what? If you can find me on LinkedIn, you can do that too. But oh I'm not God. telling you all. 
all that. You can also <laughs> follow me on Instagram at, at Valkyrie2200. That's V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E-2200 on Instagram. Seriously, hit us up, man. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us, uh, tell us what you're making. You can tag us uh, at any of those Instagrams, and who knows? Maybe we'll share. You tag us. Maybe we'll share uh, the food. Yes, uh, and if page. you have an anchor account, you can also call into our show and uh, see if your voice can be featured in one of our upcoming episodes. Yeah, I, there's so many ways to connect with us, and there's so many ways to survive. We survived together. We did. Yeah. The belly of the beast. Yeah. Thanks for listening.